smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast this is mint light morning shot and i am shohini sen good morning here's a round up of the news you can use before you start your day New Zealand is finalizing a long-awaited travel bubble with neighboring Australia and will reveal next month when trans-Tasman trips can resume, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said on Monday. Speaking almost exactly a year after New Zealand closed its borders as COVID-19 swept across the globe, Ardern acknowledged many Kiwis were impatient for quarantine-free travel to and from Australia. But she said the government would exercise the cautious approach that has seen New Zealand largely contain the virus with just 26 deaths in a population of 5 million. Eight Hong Kong democracy activists detained in China last year for illegally crossing the border were due back in the city on Monday after completing jail terms in a case that drew international attention and concern over their treatment. They were among 12 activists whose boat was intercepted at sea by mainland authorities in August 2020, allegedly en route to the democratic island of Taiwan. All had faced charges in Hong Kong over the pro-democracy protest movement and are expected to be taken directly into custody on their return. Among the eight is Andy Lee, arrested under a sweeping national security law Beijing imposed on the Asian Financial Hub in June 2020. that critics say is aimed at crushing dissent. In December, a Chinese court sentenced 10 of the 12 to between 7 months and 3 years in jail. Defendants Tang Kai-yin and Queen Moon, who were sentenced to 3 and 2 years respectively, remain in Shenzhen. A second Canadian citizen held for more than 2 years on spying charges in apparent retaliation for Canada's arrest of a senior executive of the telecoms giant Huawei went on trial in Beijing on Monday. The trial on Monday of analyst and former diplomat Michael Kovri in Beijing follows an initial hearing in the case of entrepreneur Michael Spavor in the northeastern city of Dangong on Friday. Canadian diplomats have been refused access to trials and been told hearings would be held behind closed doors because of alleged national security concerns. Diplomats and journalists have showed up nonetheless to seek information and show support. Outside Beijing's number 2 intermediate court, Jim Nickel, the Canadian embassy's deputy chief of mission, told journalists he had been told the trial had begun but was barred from entry in what he said was a violation of China's international and bilateral treaty obligations. A Russian Soyuz rocket blasted off from the Baikonur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan on Monday. carrying 38 foreign satellites after takeoff was twice postponed due to technical issues Russian space agency Roscosmos said video published by Roscosmos showed the Soyuz blaster launching at 0607 GMT the rocket will place in orbit 38 satellites from more than a dozen countries including South Korea Japan Canada Saudi Arabia Germany Italy and Brazil Among them is the Challenge 1, the first satellite made completely in Tunisia, which was created by the Telnet Telecommunication Group. The launch was twice postponed from Saturday after a surge in voltage was detected. 
Since the fall of the Soviet Union, the Russian space sector has lagged behind international competitors plagued by corruption scandals and technological stagnation. Chancellor Angela Merkel proposed keeping German lockdown restrictions in force for another four weeks after COVID-19 cases rose beyond a level that may prompt government action to avoid healthcare overload. The plan would extend and slightly tighten existing curbs through April 18, according to a chancellery draft seen by Bloomberg. Merkel and regional government leaders will discuss the proposals on Monday during talks on how to proceed with the lockdown amid an upward curve of infections in Europe's biggest economy. With much of Europe headed for its Easter holiday break at the end of March, the draft suggests mandatory quarantines and COVID tests for travellers returning to Germany, while indicating that officials haven't agreed on that measure yet. For hard-hit areas in Germany, other possible curbs where a final decision is pending include nightly curfews until 5am and closure of schools and childcare if teachers and pupils cannot get tested twice a week. Top Indian officials are discussing whether to set a goal of reaching net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Yet, little analytical work has been done on just what the country will have to do to meet that target. In February, the International Energy Agency found it is possible for India to zero out its emissions by the mid-2060. The conclusion was based on the IEA's sustainable development scenario. Meeting the Paris Agreement's more ambitious 1.5 degree Celsius goal requires reaching net-zero carbon dioxide emissions globally by mid-century. A new analysis by Vaibhav Chaturvedi, a fellow at the Council on Energy, Environment and Water, says that if India were able to deploy carbon capture and storage, which involves trapping emissions from polluting industries and burying them underground, it would only marginally ease the deployment of clean technologies needed by 2050. In that case, fossil fuels could be 31% of the energy mix, but renewables would still have to reach 70%. You're listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.